Pins of Peril, read by the author, Angelo Ford. Chapter 6, Appendectomy. Midway through my freshman year of college, my day started like most others. I attended class at Merrimack College in the morning and ate breakfast at the campus cafe. I felt a bit nauseous eating breakfast and I didn't have the appetite to finish. Later in class, I began experiencing pain in my lower abdomen, but it seemed to subside. I drove to work in Malden, Massachusetts and worked in the warehouse driving a forklift for a few hours before starting to feel some heavy nausea come on. I went home and skipped in at a lie down in bed. My foster mom came in to check on me and found me curled up in the fetal position in a cold sweat. I was disoriented and experiencing intense pain. She rushed me to our local hospital where I was ushered into the emergency room. The attending physician immediately suspected an inflamed appendix but told me exploratory surgery would be required to confirm the diagnosis. I was concerned with the idea of cutting my abdomen open to explore, but the doctor was quite certain that my appendix would be near rupture condition. I was prepped for surgery and wouldn't learn until the next day that my appendix actually ruptured while being removed. Any more of a delay would have resulted in near certain death. The last memory I have before the operation is a gorgeous nurse explaining that she would need to shave all of my pubic hair in the lower region of my abdomen before the surgery. When I regained consciousness the next day, all my teenage brain could envision was that nurse shaving my balls. I wasn't allowed to drink or eat anything during the recovery process and remember sucking on ice sticks for the first day. While lying in the recovery room, I flipped through the TV channels until finding the movie Top Gun. The movie intrigued me and having nearly died the night before, I was pondering the idea of what I wanted my future to look like. The prospect of riding motorcycles down runways, flying through the air, and getting beautiful women seemed quite appealing to me. If you recall, I had a love of aviation since watching planes with my grandmother as a child. It didn't take much research to learn that I didn't have enough money for even an introductory lesson, never alone complete a training program to obtain a pilot's license. A dear friend flew for the Civil Air Patrol and took me flying with him a couple of times. He convinced me that while I didn't have enough money to become a pilot, I had another of a more important asset, time. He introduced me to the idea of joining ROTC, but it would require me transferring to UMass. I put the idea of flying aside and focused all of my attention to recovering from the appendectomy surgery. It was months before I could lift more than a few pounds and I had staples in my abdomen for weeks. Getting the staples removed in a giant magnetic chair was one of the strangest experiences I've ever had. The guys at my work were incredibly supportive and went through great lengths to support my recovery process. I basically just drove a fork truck and they would physically move anything that needed to be lifted into delivery trucks. I later read that astronauts had their appendix removed before flying into space, so I figured that I'd have a leg up if that dream ever became a reality. When I awoke the morning after my surgery, my birth mother was in the room sitting next to me. I hadn't seen her in about five years and I wasn't sure if I had died. The moment was a bit out of body-like. Sunlight backlit my mother as it shined brightly through a window behind her. The room was silent except for the faint sound of the monitoring equipment attached to me. My mother held my hand and I saw a tear fall down her face. She softly said, goodbye my son, and left the room. That was the last time I would ever see my mother. I remember fighting to stand and walking to the bathroom in my room. I looked at the staples in my abdomen and ran my finger across the metal. The pain was intense. Looking into the mirror, I gazed deep into my own eyes. I saw myself in a way that I'd never before. Maybe it was the pain medication, maybe it was the endorphins, but I felt as if I was watching myself from outside my own body. I looked at my reflection and told myself that I was going to achieve greatness before my time was up, and I would do more than simply graduate college, sit in an office waiting to get promoted, retire, and then die. I did not know what I was going to do, but I was going to do something. I would manifest this something into reality with relentless focus and determination until I found my place in the universe. All I had to do was figure out exactly what it was. I still get phantom pains in the area where my abdomen was cut open. 
Science doesn't exactly know why humans have an appendix, but I have noticed that since it was removed, I've never really been able to fully process lettuce in the digestion process. I often wonder if the appendix removal has something to do with that. Emotionally, the incident affected me to my core. I thought I had died. I was about 19 years old and I thought my time was up. When I learned it wasn't, I experienced a personal moment of intense joy and hope for the future. I made a promise to myself that whatever I did do, it would be more than the status quo. I wouldn't simply dial in a life. The experience was traumatic to my friends and family as well. Everybody realized how close to death I actually was. For me, I was forever physically changed and metaphysically. I believe this was a turning point in my life that set me in alignment with the man the universe wanted me to become. My foster mother and I developed an intense emotional bond after the incident. She knew without a word what needed to be done and got me to a hospital. She didn't freeze from fright, she took immediate action and she resolved the situation. When I told her that I wanted to change schools for Air Force ROTC, she saw the determination in my eyes and supported me every step of the way. My foster mom taught me how to read people emotionally and how to make decisions. These traits would serve me well in the coming times of peril while flying as a pilot. This was my last red pin of peril before taking to the skies. Thank you.